<clears throat> well, good morning. Glad to see you. Listen, it may not be morning where you are, but it is a little after 6, November 24th, which is a Tuesday. A couple of days for Thanksgiving. has so much to be thankful for. <coughs> and I said, Brother Danny, 2020 has just been horrible. Well, I know it's been some tough days. Tough things have happened. Boy, I know that well. I, uh, I don't even want to get off into some of the tough things that happened. You've had yours. You're, I've had mine. And I know how that goes. But also some wonderful things has happened. God has given us another day. Uh, we've been able to be with family uh, some this year. And as far as Kathy and I, we have finished our our first over our first year of retirement. And we really uh, kind of get into the place where we could do some things. Now, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, for those who, who want to know how my day went, uh, I was clearing out a place at, at our property here and somehow knocked the front end loader off the truck. I would call the tracks, the pins that hold it. And I had to get my friend Larry to come help me. Uh, I always like to spend time with Larry. Larry's a great guy. He's actually married to my cousin. I don't know if his second cousin, third cousin. depends who does the counting. I, I get wrong with that. But anyway, I got to spend some time with Larry for that. I was thankful. Now, we were working on the tractor, and we got it fixed. But I always like Larry. He entertains me. He blesses me. Uh, he's a good friend, and I'll just say thank you to him. So uh, due to that little problem, I got to spend some time with my friend. You say, oh, man, why, why do you look at that way? Because I want to remind you. So I didn't tell you that story for nothing. In the midst of things that happen, God often provides blessings, okay? So yesterday for me, in the midst of that problem and the, and the aggravation that I, you know, felt as soon as it happened and noticed it, <laughs> he said, how'd you notice it? Because uh, one end of the bucket on the front end loader was up and one end was almost dragging the ground. And so it didn't take long to figure out I had a problem. So anyway, we got that done. And so this is one of those blessings that I'll count this year that I got to spend some time with my friend Larry. I just love to spend time with him. He's a great guy. So anyway... Uh, I, I say I like to say this. You've probably had some great blessings this year, too. And there's been a lot of tough times, difficult days. But I would imagine in the midst of that, you've had some tough times. You know, we've been really blessed. I think I mentioned last time we talked, uh, we had some people come by Saturday and brought us some Chantilly cupcakes. Now, we're looking forward to having Chantilly cake uh, when we get, uh, I think it's 2,000 uh, listeners. So we got a while to go on that. But anyway, uh, they brought, I didn't even make such a thing. Oh, my gosh. And then they brought some... Uh, uh, some so dress it. I don't know if you like. I love dressing, especially good dressing, and, and this is some of the best around. And so we have last two days been blessed in that. And then the next day, their daughter made a profession of faith and uh, accepted Jesus, and we've watched her grow up, and that's just thrilled us. And and so anyway, it's been a good couple of days in the midst of things that are difficult and hard and all that. And then we had a special blessing uh, last night. We uh, well, uh, we went to pick up some stuff, some some medicine. Uh, for Kathy, and uh, got a blessing on the cost of it, and you can't say that very often. In fact, uh, I'll tell you, uh, I think I've been getting we got to take out a second mortgage to pay for medicine, and, uh, and so that was a blessing. So a lot of things happened, and you know what? I was telling you all that to give you time to get your Bible open. You can't get your Bible open if, you, if I don't tell you, and I didn't tell you. So let me tell you this, First Peter chapter 1, and we're just going to look at the first, uh, uh, first, the first few verses of chapter 1 and talk about uh, Peter as he wrote, uh, to the pilgrims of the dispersion. And, and and we'll let you read those letters and everything, you know, where they were and everything. And basically to those who, who are on the move because of the Lord Jesus Christ and because of the oppression of the world. And certainly this is a time where the Church of Jesus Christ should be on the move. And there is this is also the time of the world where there's a lot of oppression uh, on, on men and women of God. Okay, 
Uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, I've said that. I've said it twice now. Most of you, if you're going to find God's Word, you have found it. You're looking for it. Uh, if you're having trouble finding it, I'm going to tell you what my Greek professor at LSU told me one time. I'll never forget. Dr. Kitchell was his name. He was a great guy. And... Um, Big, 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 big man. I, and I don't mean, I mean, tall. I don't know how tall, you know, he he towered. Kathy said he towered over me. Uh, she went to school with us one day and, and got to meet him and uh, some other things. And he just was, he was a big man, tall, uh, but he was a good guy, had a great heart. And so anyway, uh, we were looking something up one day and he told me to never be afraid to look in the table of contents. Now I'm in... I'm in my late 20s and, and going to LSU and trying to get a degree in Greek class. And I asked him a question and we were looking something up, him and I. And, and uh, I was trying to remember what it was. He said, son, never be afraid uh, to use the table of contents in your Bible or any other book. That's why it's put there. And, uh, and so I'll tell you, if you have trouble finding something, look in the table of contents. And that is, according to Dr. Kitchell, why it was put there. I always thought before <laughs> it was just taking up space. <laughs> so, okay, you're there by now. Uh, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. And, and you can read the rest of that in verse 2. As Peter opens, it becomes clear of some things. He wasn't guessing. He wasn't wondering. He wasn't even asking. He was just simply stating he was Jesus's child, Paul, an apostle, uh, Peter, excuse me, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. Uh, so he was sure uh, who he was. And, and then he was he was writing to the pilgrims. And and that's, you know, his brothers and sisters, the family members, fellow believers, all those who also, like him, uh, belong to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, that phrase pilgrim uh, has become uh, something that has just fascinated me. And I want to share with you. Uh, what a pilgrim basically is. Now, you are not going to find this definition in any textbook or biblical dictionary or commentary or anything else uh, that you read or find that you look at. You say, well, why is that? Well, because if I was just going to tell you what the biblical dictionary said, I would just tell you, hey, read the biblical dictionary. I don't need a podcast. I'm going to tell you and give a description to you of what a pilgrim is and things I've learned in my ministry, in my time as a child of God. And for the purpose of Peter's letter, a pilgrim is one who, number one, has placed their trust, is placing their trust in God while experiencing trouble from or in the world. Placing their trust in God while experiencing trouble from or in the world. The truth is, people who are serious about their faith, people who are serious about their relationship with Christ, they will face some trouble in this world especially. Uh, it has increased, uh, gosh, I don't even know, I don't think you can put a percentage to the amount of increase we have seen in the last few years of what it is like to be God's child, live as God's child, and and think you uh, are, are doing the best you can. Uh, place your trust in God while experiencing trouble from in the world. <laughs> Excuse me. That's sneeze. No sneeze button. <laughs> uh, pilgrims are those who are looking for a place to serve live or, or, or live where they could or can make an impact with Jesus. So they are looking for a place to serve or live where they could or can make an impact with Jesus. In other words, pilgrims are those who are serious about their faith. You know, there are a lot of people who have been baptized who say, if pressed, and I do mean you have to press, oh yeah, I believe in Jesus. But then, you know, they don't live like it. They don't talk like it. They don't act like it. They don't, well, we could go on and you know what I'm talking about. That's not a pilgrim. A pilgrim is that individual who is looking for a place to serve, live where they, uh, where they could, they can, make an impact to Jesus. It doesn't matter if they're on vacation. 
if they're in their own, you know, own community or they're out, you know, on their church field or in their job, wherever it is, they're always looking to make an impact somehow, some way, by the things they say, the things they do, uh, the way they carry themselves, whatever it is. So they are looking somehow uh, to make an impact on this world. And so the first two, number one, a pilgrim is placing their trust in God while experiencing trouble from or in the world. Uh, number two, a pilgrim is looking for a place to serve or live where they where they can uh, make an impact for Jesus. A pilgrim is interested in making a mark on the world while being burned uh, by the worldly. Listen, uh, those who are serious about making a mark on the world for Christ will be burned by the world, by the people of the world. There's no doubt. They, they, I don't even see a sense to debate that, argue it, or, or explain it any further. As believers, we will be burned by the world. You say, oh, man, you know, Brother Danny, why do you say that? Well, because it's true. And if you say, well, um, I've never been bothered by the world. Well, here's what I tell you. I heard something a long, long time ago that the people that Satan doesn't bother are the people who are going with him. And the individual said that. I would tell you who said it, but I just don't remember. I heard it so long ago. He said, listen, if Satan ever bothers you, you need to check, see which way you're going. <laughs> and I found that to be good advice. You know, if you can go through your life and never be bothered, never have an obstacle, Satan never seems to be a problem. You're probably going his way, not God's way. Uh, there's always going to be a conflict, a pull, a, a, a distraction or something. Uh, Satan is not just going to let you go through this world, you know, uh, skipping this way and jumping that way. He's not going to let you do that. He is going to come after you. Uh, but a pilgrim is interested in making a mark in the world while being burned by the worldly. And that is very true. Uh, a pilgrim is one going where we're led by the Lord and being driven back are away by the world. In other words, uh, the pilgrim is doing what God wants them to do, trying very hard to impact people, to, you know, to bring real change. And, to, and while they are trying to do that for the Lord, uh, people who need the Lord are pushing back and trying to push them away. Some years ago, there was a song by, then, uh, by a man by the name of Steve Green. Now, whether he wrote the song, I, I'm, not, I'm not certain, I'm not sure. Uh, but it was People Need the Lord. I never forget, this has been a long time ago. For about a year, year and a half, every time Kathy and I went somewhere into, uh, uh, whether it be a conference or whether it be a, a revival somewhere or a meeting somewhere, if there was a song, I am telling you, it seemed like someone got up and sang that song. Uh, we would have people come in our church at Greenwell Springs who were going to sing, and they would sing, <laughs> they would sing that song. <clears throat> I cannot, I cannot tell you how many times. We were somewhere that somebody stood up or sung that and sung that song. Well, it reminded us uh, time after time that people really do, as Steve Green said in the song, need the Lord. But it also reminded us that this need that they have is a need they try to fend off or fake or, or brush away or whatever you want to say. But they need it, and we can't give up on it. we got to get busy about it. Listen, <clears throat> I, our church, the South Macomb Baptist Church, is a great church and great people, and we have the same need every other church I know of needs. We need to reach people for Jesus Christ, and we're trying to do the best we can. We're reaching out the best way we know how. We're trying to help people come uh, to see the Lord, and, and it is, it's an uphill battle for us. You know, we're not in a booming area. We're not, uh, we're not in an area where everything is changing, and, and, and people are so happy to you know, that we're there and all that kind of stuff. But people need the Lord. We have to keep focused on that. We have to know about that. So let's just get back. Uh, let's talk about a little bit about pilgrims again. Um, they're placing their trust in God while well, at the same time experiencing trouble from or in the world. They're looking for a place to serve slash live where they could or can make an impact with Jesus. 
Uh, pilgrims are interested in making a mark on the world while being burned by the worldly. Pilgrims are going where led by the Lord and being driven back or away by the world. Now, here's the next one. <clears throat> pilgrims have been raised to walk in newness of life, realizing the paralyzing grasp of the world. Uh, those of us who have come to Christ realize that when we were baptized, it was a commandment uh, to walk in newness of life, whether it was stated or not. Now, <clears throat> in our tradition, in the Baptist tradition, most Baptist preachers at a baptism mention that phrase, walk in newness of life. However, whether it's stated or not, that's what salvation is about. We are, we must, we should, we have to. Well, we can go on and on and on, walk in the newness of life. Okay, pilgrims are interested in seeing God work. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul, as he wrote his letters, Peter, as he writes this one in his other letter, and and, and throughout the, the book of Acts, those first eight, nine, ten chapters where, he, where his life is examined and mentioned, uh, in the Gospels where he's talked about, it becomes clear that Peter was interested in, in seeing God work. He wasn't always um, the best disciple of it or the best... Uh, you know the the best uh, the the best to pass it out or pass it along, keep it going. He stumbled, he failed, he faltered at times. Well, that just makes him one of us. It just means that he had a human nature. Uh, we sin by nature and by choice, and this is what we do. And Peter did. However, when when you looked at his life and examined his heart, he always wanted to see God work and talk God do great things, and he did see that. And we will too if we'll 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 look and work well. Uh, Peter was uh, pilgrims, not just Peter. I'm sorry, uh, <clears throat> trying to get it right this morning. Marred by the world, by the wars of life, but making progress in the growth of the spirit. Look, we're we're in a battle. We are. Uh, I was listening yesterday to someone who was talking about the war we're in, and it wasn't even in a spiritual context. It was a societal uh, context where. You know, a lot of people who believe like like I believe, you know, conservative values, biblical teachings, things like that, uh, have entered a war that many, many people don't think we're in. Many of our elected politicians who say they believe like we do scoff at it, but we're in a war. We're in a real war for the battle of the soul of this country. We really are. Um, and I don't really want to get into a political thing today. I'm really trying to, to avoid that because, uh, you know, a lot of people are so sick about uh, what's happening in the election. A lot of people got their eyes closed about what happened in the election. Uh, you can't really make a connection. You can't really p get people to understand. But I will tell you right now uh, that a pilgrim, those who are on, you know, who are doing God's work, are mired by the wars of life, while making progress in the growth of the spirit. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's hard. Okay, the last one: the pilgrims are those who are saved by God's grace while searching for God's will. You see, is it, we are on a journey. It's not a. It's not a single step. It's, it, it is a. It is a constant journey, step by step, faith by faith, day by day, movement by movement, sunset to sundown, sunset, uh, 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 sunrise to sunset, sundown, you know, to sunrise, however you want to say it. We are in a battle. Now, Peter made it clear, and we're going to have to, we're going to have to go after this, I know, but let me read that passage to you in that first verse, if you have your Bible open. Gosh, we didn't, we just got the first one. <coughs> Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. And, and it's Peter, it's Peter writes, he's, you know, you can kind of figure out where he's at, what's going on, what's happening. Uh, he realizes his relationship for, with Christ. He, he talks about pilgrims. But when you read his words, you read them carefully, it becomes clear. 
that Peter had a connection with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A true, personal, powerful connection. He had a commitment to Christ. He also had a consecration. He had consecrated himself, and he was, there was a consistency in his life. He got up every day since, since he had come to Christ and since he crossed that, you know, that road, that bridge where he had to, to work on what he was doing, he was consistently walking with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, listen, there are a lot of things to say. A lot of things could be said. I just wanted to talk about who we are as pilgrims. You can use all kinds of terms, but I like that. Uh, go back uh, and listen to this podcast again if you need to, to pick those up. Write them down. See where you're at. All those things are true. Are those who are really walking the walk, who are you know who are doing the things needed needed to do? And yes, you can take a kind of a physical lesson or a history lesson on the pilgrims that came uh, settled our country originally, and see that if you insert you know kind of as to the spiritual con- context, you put it in a physical one, you can see where the pilgrims in are similar. What happened to them? What they went through similar to what the pilgrims of God go through today. I'm not going to get into an argument or debate with you today. We are to be pilgrims. We are to be on our way. This is not our home. This is not where we're supposed to hunker down and stay forever. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't enjoy our homes or houses. And we know this is God wants where God wants us. But it is a reality that we have a mission beyond pleasing ourselves. We have a goal uh, beyond uh, just you know being happy. We want to serve the Lord. We want to make an impact on the world. I pray today. That as you've listened to this podcast, you've been reminded, hey, you are here for a reason, for a purpose, and we need to, you need to find it, fulfill it, as we all do. And if we would get back to doing that, we would change the world again, I promise you that. Well, listen, I'm so glad you listened. I, I appreciate you tuning in. I, I hope that you'll tell others. You say, Brother Danny, um, you just talked about that one thing. Yeah, you know what? You, we give you a thought for the day. That's our goal. We want to give you, if it's just one thought, we want to give it to you. Now, there are times we try to give you a number of them, and I guess you get to pick one. But today, our thought was we need to know that we're God's pilgrims on this, you know, on this world, on this land, whatever, in this world, on this land, however you want to say it. We're God's pilgrims. We are moving, though, where he, where he wants to lead. And wherever he leads, we should follow. Well, I see by the clock of the wall, we're, we're over 18 minutes, and, and so we're passing that, that kind of uh, drive time goal. Ours is to, our goal is you, you put us on, when you get in the car, by the time you get to work, we're done, so you don't have to continue when you get back. And uh, I understand about 18 minutes to 20 minutes is about the average for folks. And so uh, you say, Brother Danny, I'm still on the way to work, and uh, I got some time. Well, look up the library, get another podcast. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. Listen, I want to say something real quick. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you. We love you. Uh, Kathy and I had to go to Sam's last night in Baton Rouge, in our Dental Springs, actually. And, uh, boy, I could tell by the by the things people were buying and the way they were buying it, a lot of people are disregarding that, you know, don't have your family over for Thanksgiving or don't have a party or whatever. People were definitely buying stuff. You could tell they plan on having an adventure. Here's what I tell you. Go for it. And if that's what you want to do, but do be careful. Be wise. Wash your hands. Don't let people sneeze in your face. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, no, I'm not going to tell you wear a mask at home. That'd be hypocritical because I ain't wearing one of mine. I do wear masks. Go to stores wear masks. But I don't wear them in the car. I don't wear them at home. And I don't wear them outside. Okay, so I'm not the best role model for masks. But I do try to be careful. I do try to be wise. I saw a lady going down the road the other day in a convertible top-down mask on. And I thought... <laughs> well, you know, really, 
Uh, if anything's happening with her mask on going down the road in a convertible, her germs are, if she's got germs, and I think most people do, although I've met a few people who think they don't, uh, if she's got germs, they're just being blown right up her nose <laughs> with, that, with that mask. They got nowhere to go. But anyway, uh, God bless you. We love you. Listen, let me give you the way to contact us. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all lowercase. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all lowercase. Let us know. How you like? We've been doing some Bible studies and books lately, some passages. Let us know if you like that. Uh, if you like that more than some of the other things we do, you say, well, what does it matter? We just like to hear from you. Give us a feel for what we're doing. We love the, uh, yes, everybody loves to get a compliment. Uh, so it wouldn't hurt our feelings. He loves, hey, we love the podcast. <laughs> we wouldn't mind that at all. But a critique's okay and acceptable. And, and while we may, <laughs> we may not jump enough down for joy when we get it, we try to learn from them. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. So this is your prayer request. Uh, we we got a prayer list. It's available on our Facebook page. Uh, we try. We keep it current. I think that's what we're. I think that's our goal is to keep it current. Uh, has to be expected. It's not added to every day. We just add to it as people ask us. And then and then really what we've done. We've adopted a problem a pro uh, a policy of soon as someone sends us a prayer request, we update it and list that. So we don't necessarily put a new one every week anymore. We tried that. Did that. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, people say, well, we already had the same list. Well, that's true. So when you see one, there's an addition there, but we ask that we pray that you pray through the whole list. And I know that most of the times you have no clue who the people are or what the request is, but pray, pray, pray anyway. Okay. God bless you. Okay. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all our case. Look us up on the Facebook. Uh, we, are, uh, we are there. Uh, DK Ministries. We will put this podcast uh, make it available, hopefully, on uh, uh, Facebook and and possibly Anchor as well. I mean, uh, not Anchor. Anchor's where we record them, and they're available in a number of places, but possibly try to put them on uh, Parlor as well. I don't know. they kind of not. Uh, uh, we're new to Parlor and hadn't really caught the, caught the wind of it, uh, so I, I, we're putting them there, though, anyway. Okay, at Parlor, we are at DS Preacher Man, and the D is capitalized, at DS Preacher Man and the, and the D is capitalized. And so I think that's how that goes for us. And I think that's everything we need to know today. God bless you. We love you. Praying for you. Happy Thanksgiving.